love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boss. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew big red, then you. Welcome to this episode of the Movie Zealots Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. Join alongside my fellow Zealots, Joe and Paul. How are you guys doing for this episode? Doing great. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic, indeed. The pa- pandemic is still going on. We're still in house arrest. Paul, you still working every other day at the office? Yes, yes. I think that's uh, that's just going to be how it's going to be, they, right? They just, they're not going to they're not going to subside. Huh? They're just going to keep up with that. All right. Well, how uh, is Ohio I, as far as the pandemic? Virginia, we're still pretty much locked down. But I know some yes. states like Georgia, yeah. they're like like they <laughs> they're, they're uh, back up and running almost. I think they they've tried to yeah. Up the, I guess the big question though is is like what kind of idiot would still go out even if you do open up everything? I don't know. Yeah, I, I think some of the people they're all, they're all they're all holding guns and standing at the state house and from Michigan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I saw on Facebook where that someone replaced the guns with dildos. It was it was it was, it was, it was great. <laughs> So you got I out. Think they really should in actual life because these people need to. They uh, need to get some. Oh man! Wow, it's it's hard. I mean, yeah, it is. I, yeah, I I don't know. Cutting room floor. I was thinking, I, I'm ready for a Facebook rant. Can I can I do a Facebook rant? Holy cow! Uh, let's get into the cutting oh room floor God. first. Then we'll go into because I have noticed you've been on Facebook more often than you. Have I, in the past. I shouldn't. Someone needs to stop me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> right. Well, let me tell everyone that this episode we are talking about Fantasy Island and our feature presentation is Onward. But before we get into From the Cutting Room Floor, of course, this episode is the first episode of May. So that means there's another episode of Name That Movie Tune. Wow. I didn't, I didn't oh. even prepare. Nothing. All right. Well, prepare I, now I like, while the intro plays. Welcome to Name That Movie Tune, brought to you by the Vacationeers, Theme Parks, and More podcast. If you like fun, you'll love this. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast provider. And now, without further delay, here's your host, the only man that can tune you on, Tom Toontones. That's right. So get ready. Here we go. Oh, so so you guys will know, uh, Vince, for the last episode, it was the Eye of the Tiger uh, clue. He got three points. He got the movie, the song, and the artist. So he's at 13 points where you are each at nine points. So you're each four points behind Vince, but... So uh, he got Rocky 2, huh? Well, it was Rocky 3. Three? <laughs> <laughs> you still can't oh. get it right, even though... <laughs> oh, that's Damn it. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, okay, so here we go. This now let me remind you guys. I need, I need, I need to make sure that you get the title. Like, I want uh, complete enunciation when you give me the title of this song. Okay. Oh no! Oh no! I'm just saying, I need it. To, you know, don't just glaze over the name of this song. I need the actual title. So please write it down as you would say it, and say it as you would write it down because you could possibly get it wrong. If you do it haphazardly, I, I I don't know how to to mumble with font. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'm not I'm reading a Chevy Chase John. <laughs> I'm not reading your answer. I am merely listening to what you say. <laughs> so, so I don't know the letter for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Paul, are you ready? Sure. Why not? Wait. wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Why not? <laughs> wow, you guys. <laughs> All right. 
Oh, I was just going to say the name of it. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is the name. I'll tell us, and we'll tell you if we were right. <laughs> the last episode we did, like, we went across instead of giving all answers at one time. I like doing that. So let's begin. Uh, Joe, can you give me the name of the song, please? You've got a friend in me. Okay. Paul. You've got a friend in me. Okay, thank you. Yes, the you've is what I was worried about, that you guys would say you got a friend in me without the you've. Yes, okay. That's what I was worried about. You guys both nailed that, so you each get one point. All right. Paul, you want to start with the artist? Uh, Randy Newman. Okay, Joe? I agree with Paul, but I didn't write that down. <laughs> okay, well, I only want to know what you... <laughs> now that he said it, I'm like, yeah, I can Okay, yes, it was, in fact, Randy Newman, so, uh, Paul, you got that point. Joe, you did not. Joe, give me the name of the movie, please. Toy Story. Okay, Paul. Toy Story. <laughs> you are both correct. It's <laughs> not a sequel. Right? Did I say right? I said yes, story. Yes, yeah, 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 story. Yeah, you said it right. All right, All right. so, Paul. Oh, Paul. If you can get the year, buddy, you uh, get oh, bonus I points. Think, I don't think I will, though. All right. Oh, and you start. Okay, Paul. This is for uh, two two extra bonus. Well, one point plus one extra bonus to get five points total. Here we go. What year do you have? I wrote 2000. Yeah. No, Paul or Joe. I put 2002. Yeah, you guys both overshot that one. 1995. Okay. Oh, I knew wow. it was old, but I wasn't sure how old I was. And I yeah. started right in the 1990s, and I'm like, no, that's way too old. That's still pretty yeah, good. I, I, no, I was like, I know it was after I graduated, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. still still pretty good. So good job, both of you guys. I'm glad you got, got some of that. Randy Newman, yeah. I know Randy Newman. Oh, do you know him personally? Uh, yes, very, very, very good friends. <laughs> well, I know of him, and I know his music, and you can clearly point him out. But if I were to be on this show as a contestant would i be able to get it like on the spot would i be able to recall it on demand i am not certain i would be able to oh really yeah i i, I maybe this stuff is much easier than recalling it yes I gotta say that. yes that is true especially when you're like you have time constraints so with that added pressure it is a little bit harder uh but yeah but this i do have in my collection believe it or not it's actually in a disney file that i have for a bunch of disney stuff so uh, I don't actively listen to it, but I did actually have it. I dug it up. Well, I, I was I've been listening a lot to his uh what, what was the song? Um New York uh, Human or... Kindness is Overflowing. That's one of his that he wrote. He, he didn't he doesn't sing it. Oh. You know, and I'm like so that's I think why he may be fresh in my mind that, you know. Oh, okay. Hmm. And you can tell by the I mean, the lyrics just sound like Randy Newman, right? Yeah. It's just sort of a bunch of sentences that kind of prosy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, very good. So, uh, Joe, you got two points, giving you a total of 11 now. Paul, you are up to 12. And let's see how Vince does on this one. Uh, let us know. All right. Let's move right into from the cutting room floor. All right, Paul, you're watching some old TV show, right? On Netflix. Uh, about two years ago, I guess, I, I, there's a book. Um, I started reading the book. Um, I'm actually listening to the book. Of course. Oh, you're listening to the book, Paul. Actually in Spanish. And it was originally in English, but I listened to it in Spanish to, you know. But you like to, to you like to listen to Spanish to tune your skills. Right, right. So yeah, this is kind of an exercise for you. So, so the book is called The Terror or El Terror in my opinion, but in my particular case, but yeah, and it's about, um, uh, it's a true story about, well, okay. It's based on a true story. (laughs) <laughs> um, about uh, people trying to find the Northwest Passage. Okay. Um, and their ship that there's two ships, and they're the most you know advanced ships for the 1850s or whatever. Uh, and they get stuck in the ice, and um, they eat each other. Terrible crap happens. Yeah. Uh, they haven't even gotten to the eat each other part. It's just still there's a polar bear that's more than a polar bear that's like. Picking them <laughs> off one at a time. Wow, and, this is like um, uh, this is like what was that one down in Africa or whatever? Uh, the, oh, that one, that wolf one in the lion the, that like ate like thirty. Yeah, years. lion in the darkness or what? What's yeah, that and and they make it a little supernatural in that they kind of imply that they they accidentally shoot an Eskimo man and 
and they implying that that he that, that he turned into the lo- yeah he's the one who's coming back and killing them. And, and killing them and then her daughter his daughter which she's mutant in the book wait she's a I mutant they, mute right oh, oh, oh. Mute. Oh, mutant. holy shit there's x-men in this <laughs> <laughs> but i think i think they decided that maybe it wasn't a great idea to have your only woman be literally mute you know yeah. um so uh i like that idea have... but <laughs> <laughs> but so, so they have her only speak eskimo and then that, that kind of you know does the same same effect right um huh but it, it, it's an interesting so it's got um this is a tv show on netflix as well as a book and a uh, well this was a one obviously okay and they and they spoil it right away in the because these ships were just recently found like five years ago, the actual ships oh, okay. into them and they spoil it by saying that they're, you know, no survivors uh, at the beginning. They give you the card. Like, <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Okay. Um, <laughs> so in real life, a, a ship left England and never returned. They have no idea. Yeah. 200 years later in the ice. They and found, so yeah, this whole it, story it, is based on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Everything in between that is made up. Yeah. Yeah, and it, was, it, was two, it was two ships actually. So um, were they found it, next to each other? No, not not right next to each other. So could the survivor when they got stuck? Could they have been near each other where they actually fought each other and like ate each other? Could there have been I, a, like I a battle? I, I have no idea. Huh. See, that'd be interesting to me. That's what the movie I'd make: <laughs> the, the, the one ship versus that. the other ship. Yeah, and the captain just a remake a Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never seen the original. Cannibal. Oh, I got to read that book too, <laughs> or listen to it. <laughs> hey, it's in French. <laughs> originally, originally, it ran on AMC because it, it, it sort of. Uh, okay, so this isn't a Netflix original. This is Netflix just picking up a show that was ran originally ran on cable. Well, I, I actually watch it on Prime, but yeah, uh, oh, so oh. I don't think Netflix even has it. It's just oh, this is a Amazon Prime. I'm sorry. I, I... It's just it's just a show that I had a hard time finding because probably nobody watched the show or something, which is a shame. But you know, um, oh. it was it because it, it's definitely an interesting interesting show. Uh, okay. I think, but, uh, well, I mean, it's a it's a TV. So it was a TV show. You said so it had a it had a run of yeah. It could only have one season, right? Because at the end it. Concludes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, how do you make a um, actually, season two? two seasons, but the second season is you know they did like American Horror, well, sort of American like Haunting Horror. of Hill House, just get a new haunted. Well, they they just show. decided another horrible event, and I don't even remember what horrible event they oh they Lord. picked for their second okay. season. But it's a Colombian soccer team. <laughs> 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 it's all cannibals all the time. Oh yeah, remember that one? And then lot. and then season alive? three was going to be the Donner Party, but they canceled the show. Oh wow. Do you remember that movie Alive? That was a uh, yeah, like the plane wrecked in the Alps or something, and they ate each other. Interesting. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, good times. All right, <laughs> good times, good times. <laughs> oh, let's speak something more interesting. Well, I don't know if it's more interesting or not, but uh, have you guys heard of this whole Universal mess that's going on? Oh my God, yes. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking, what what kind of what kind of crap shoot can we talk about? There, I don't right? think I have heard. Oh, do, this, do is, me. this is this is. And I thought it was all going to be about the Blumhouse original movies on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is even worse. Oh, uh, this is wonderful. So, Paul, what happened was Universal came out and uh, basically said, "Congratulations to Universal." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, Jeff uh, Jeff Shell is the CEO of NBC Universal, and he said that because the VOD of uh, Trolls World, World Tour did so well, that future titles he was going to consider. Oh, I did read about. Yeah, that. yeah, uh, so releasing them over the theaters. Yeah, in theaters as well as VOD at the same time. Hell yeah! So then, <laughs> so <laughs> AMC came back, <laughs> and this is what Aaron or Adam. Aaron from AMC Theaters. This is he's the CEO. This is what he said. It is disappointing to us, but Jeff's comments as to Universal's unilateral actions and intentions have left us with no choice. Therefore, effective immediately, AMC will no longer play any Universal movies in any of our theaters in the United States, Europe, or in the Middle East. This policy affects any and all Universal movies per se, goes into effect today, and as our theaters reopen, is and is not 
some hollow or ill-considered threat. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, AMC came out hard and strong. Now, Cineworld, which is the owner of Regal Cinema, Regal Entertainment, they came out and they kind of jumped on the bandwagon, but not at full as bad as they AMC. Basically, they said in, right? uh, because of what they're doing, they're going to follow AMC. But I think they're only going to follow the one, the movies that are concur- concurrently being uh, in theaters and VOD. So any movie that isn't uh, going to be on VOD at the same time, I think they are going to show. But if you're not, if you're not respecting the ninety day, I think it was ninety day is the standard. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Universal came back. And they said, this is disappointing. You know, AMC is on a witch hunt. And then in NATO, I guess NATO is the National uh, Association of Theater Owners. And, they, and they, they threw NATO under the bus, Universal threw NATO under the bus saying, hey, you know, AMC and NATO are conspiring against us. And this is disappointing. You know, we're just trying to help out, you know, during the pandemic. <laughs> and then NATO came back and they said, hey, we had nothing to do with this. I don't know why Universal's just, you know, just throwing accusations out there. Half <laughs> cocked. <laughs> it's just it's insane <laughs> i love it i absolutely love it it's just crazy so amc the biggest movie theater chain in america they are just saying flat out they are which not expected which was already on the edge of bankruptcy before the coronavirus yeah how can, can they possibly do this i mean obviously this is a threat and they, they at the end of this they say no it's not an idle threat all. what's that yeah the people have no leverage at all in any possible way are now strong arming, right? Well, I mean, they do have some leverage in the way that they are the largest chain. So if they don't play any Universal's movies, that could financially affect those movies, you know? Oh, it affects... Well, okay. Well, it's just one example. The Trolls World Tour made $100 million on VOD. How much did Trolls, the original, make in theaters? (laughs) Yeah, that's the problem. It made about the same, I think. So I think it actually made more on VOD than it did on in theaters. They were, yeah, they it made a lot so, more. Yeah, like how much so, did we really expect Trolls World Tour to make at the theater this year? And they would have had to split the take with the theaters. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I have no idea. It with the VOD provider, they're all good. But want to be the death? It would be the death of theaters, though, right? I mean, really, if, if yeah, if if these companies decide to release on VOD and stop doing theaters, yes, AMC may be calling uh, the bluff, but if. Mm-hmm. Universal just pulls through and, you know, let me tell you something. If Universal's starting to make mu- a bunch more profit margins, Disney's not far behind. <laughs> no, Disney will dump them in a second. I mean, you know, I'm and sorry. Disney owns every other movie business, studio. <laughs> but, but so what, right? I mean, yeah. uh, okay, your your business model's no longer valid. Isn't this yeah. everyone jumping up and down screaming capitalism? Why the hell should we keep theaters open? Because I... I can get a 75-inch 4K TV at Walmart for $700. The Deliver. problem is, Joe, where else are you going to buy a $12.50 popcorn that's the size of a house and a soda that's bigger than for $15, a gag right? of beer? So you get the value meal <laughs> of the two of them yeah. for 19 Yeah, where are you going to get that, Joe? You can't get that anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, wait, wait, you mean... If I stay at home, the floor won't be sticky? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Wait, what are you going to do? Oh, wait. It, it, during, and and I won't be infected with a potentially deadly disease from just sitting there? <laughs> <laughs> that no, was, no, that no. Was, Damn it. AMC needs to make money. That was before the pandemic, too, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Yeah, it, it just seems like theaters are headed down the, the what happened to drive-ins, right? I mean, yeah, well, I I, I, speaking of drive-ins, this weekend, our local you drive-in, think, they opened up. You think they? I mean, think drive-ins would kind of be the way to go. I mean, I yeah. know. Yeah, they open up. Still, you know. uh, all yeah. the, they, they, you have to buy your tickets in advance online. And yeah, there's no more buy at the gate. And I think they, they have, I don't know what kind of stipulations they have. I'm not really interested no in going, but. Yeah, it's uh, but they're sold out for like Friday, oh, Saturday, Sunday. They were sold out. Comfortable seat. Try to stare past the driver's head to <laughs> see the view. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Yeah, what a crazy times we live in. Crazy, crazy times. Speaking of crazy times, I recently purchased Lords of Vegas board game. Uh, it's pretty good. We played it last L- night for the first time. Lords of Vegas. Essentially, uh, you, you're on the. The, the board is the Vegas Strip, and you have to build casinos, and you have to be uh, the most. Uh, I think you have to get the most points. Uh, they, they, right now, there's a Kickstarter for an expansion of it, so uh, I, I was looking at it, and I, fi- I figured I'd buy the base game and see what the gameplay is all about. It's like yeah, I, I kind of wondered if it was like 
and I know this sounds weird, but Lords of Waterdeep, and then, well, no, I mean, I think it's a similar idea. It's your building, right? Uh, I don't know what Lord. I don't know what Lords of Waterdeep is. Now, it, Waterdeep is a is it's, it's D and D themed, but the yeah. actual gameplay has nothing. You know, is just yeah. I'm 100 sure stuff, that that would right? be really. And now you know what I've been watching tabletop. What's that? Tabletop games or whatever with Will Wheaton. Oh yeah, yeah. Love, he, love those. I've been watching yeah, those like he, crazy. He, He's he's the he's the god king of of nerdum. But he uh he hasn't done it like in two years or something. Really? Like yeah, there's no new videos of him. Like they had he had three seasons and that's it. Huh. Yeah. But I actually bought a bunch of uh equipment that's coming in that I may try to do my own uh board game like uh YouTube thing. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Oh nice. And you know, you know the first game I'm gonna do? <laughs> Lords of Vegas? Nope. No, I was Trump. What? I have Trump. Joe, do you remember Trump, the game? Yeah, yes. Actually, I yeah. do not. My friend had that game. And I have that game. I liked it back in the day. I was always, I was like, always, it was, he had it on the shelf when you went into the restroom, <laughs> and I always looked at it and thought, oh. Wait a second. It was in the bathroom? He well, must have been, was, he was married, right? He must have been married. His, no, his wife's guy, like, okay. On a golden toilet. <laughs> guy that used to run the D&D game. Oh, okay. And, and then whenever at, he, I just remember going, uh-oh. But then it turned out, it, yeah, it, I think most people have it ironically, right? They're not because. I had it back in the, I got it when I was a kid. <laughs> and it was fun. I like yeah, it. You don't have it, though, because you love Trump. You do it just because. You know, oh, you know. oh, no. I had it when I was, I don't know who bought the game initially, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I want that to be my first game. That's going to be fun. Trump, uh, that's classic, baby. That's a fun game. We have to learn. We have to figure out a way to do it remotely. So that way we can play together. But but the hard part that. about the only the difficult part about this kind of thing is is knowing the rules before you start because you have to. Yes. You have to. Oh my god! I I, so, I I agree. You have to play it through at least once or twice before you actually sit down to record it. Because let me tell you something. I the, I watched one video for Lords of Vegas. They didn't even start playing the very first thing. They like the very first turn. You like hand out money for everyone who has like a, a lot, a parking lot, and they're like, "Well, how's that work?" And they're reading it like, "Well, I don't know if everyone gets it." Like they just went on oh, for like a terrible. five minutes before they could even start the game. They questioned the very first rule. I turn it off. I'm like, "This, this is awful. Like this is not going to go well for this broadcast." Because yeah, I think I think you need to to script a game to have the whole game played out scripted in advance. That way you can, you know, really demonstrate on YouTube. Holy cow. Don't leave anything up to chance by a dice roll screwing up the, the <laughs> theme, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to know who won this. It's got to work WWE. So I got to keep rolling until I get the one that, that's supposed to be. <laughs> you could do a cutaway in your video. Oh, don't nice, right? You just roll each number and then cut away to them. It's bad out. enough no one's going to be watching this damn thing. <laughs> I don't want to do a million cuts. <laughs> Well, that's what I mean. I think there's a lot more to having a board game podcast, right? And that everybody has to know the rules before you actually officially start, which I don't know how they do it in tabletop, right? And tabletop, they must have just cut out where they teach the people, right? Oh, oh 100%. And what I like about tabletop is not only do they, they play the game, but then they'll speed up the parts. I mean, first of all, the production value in tabletop is top notch. I mean, it is incredible what they, like all the graphics and stuff they have for tabletop. It's just fantastic. But yeah, they also speed up the slower points, so you can get like a like a ninety minute game condensed into like forty five minutes of the good stuff. It works out really well. It's yeah, super good. So. Oh, also, Joe, uh, it's gone now, and I almost considered backing it, but the gameplay just didn't look like it was quite going to be good enough. They had a they live board game on Kickstarter. Oh, <laughs> it was insane. I was watching it like, and I was like, you know, I was teetering back and forth in the last forty eight hours, and I was like, oh man. Just, it just doesn't look good enough, though. But they had, like, the sunglasses, and they have different cards that if you look at the ah. card with the sunglasses, like, you can see Obey. It has different and, instructions. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that aspect looked interesting. It's just the gameplay it's, it didn't really appeal to me, so I, I passed on that. I also passed on Frosthaven, Paul, which is the Gloomhaven expansion, or the, the sequel. I just I don't have anyone I'd play it with. That's the problem. That game is so immense and such a time suck. And it's, you know, it's, um, well, you're on mute. I don't know if you're talking to me or, or okay, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it's such a time suck and it's a legacy game, which means, you know, once you start, you can't like bring in new people really. So uh, yeah, I, I just passed. Yeah. You, you'd have to have a family night where 
Yeah, or, or uh, an ongoing meetup or something. Yeah, forever right. and ever. Now, uh, our friend Andy, he bought it, so maybe I'll join his game and uh, we'll I'll play with that. But. See, I, I bought Villains, and I haven't been able to play that yet. But. What's that one? Is that the card game, the Disney Villains? Yeah, Disney Villains. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that before. Yeah, that's sort of interesting. And the only thing is, it's like everybody has their own different game that they're, you know, because your goal for every single villain is different. Oh, so it kind of makes it. Well, I'd be down with that. I, I you know, I'm gonna get um, the desk or uh, game. Or what is it? Stupid. That simulator on Steam, tabletop. No, board game simulator or uh, the the duck simulator. No, what? <laughs> no goose. It's goose goose simulator, right? No Unnamed goose simulator. No. The goat. Goat. No, you Water dumb. No, the, simulator. the kids used to love that. Simulator. Yeah, I know. That, that was popular. No, the, the, the board game one. Board game. You have it. It's very popular. Oh, Catan? Uh, no, that's the game. It's just it's just a sandbox that you can import your own stuff and make your own games. Oh, play. I see. Desktop simulator. Thank you. Desktop simulator. Yeah. Oh, I see it. Sorry. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to get that, I think. And, also, I think uh, I started preparing uh, to create my own game. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> enough board game talk. Let's, uh, what else do we have? All right, so that's all I have. Joe, do you have anything to add? Um, no, I'm, I'm just all pumped waiting for, uh, for Paul's Facebook rant. Oh, yeah, Paul oh, said he's going to rant. Yeah, now, Paul, you've been on Facebook oh, more. Oh, we do have a uh, messenger rant, possibly, too. But Oh, my uh, God. What? We should keep. We should actually do that a whole episode on that. Oh, that's so crazy. Because there's some... Oh, man. Oh, wow. Wow. All right. Paul, talk to us. I just... I've Okay, I'm going to tell a little bit of the story. Maybe you'll see where I'm going here. Um, my, my nephew is smarter than the average person right in his class and so he's become sort of he's at times acting like a dick you know what i mean you know what i'm saying wait wait, what age are we talking here uh let's see he was born in 09 so he's 12 right okay 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 gotcha so uh or 11 or 12 and i remember i had this long conversation how just because you're smarter in one way doesn't mean that you're smarter than everybody and you got to respect that everybody you know everyone's different and that you're not as smart as you think you are in, in every that kind of a you, you know yeah. conversation. So um, this week I said I said you know tell Mason I changed my mind after <laughs> being on Facebook. Yes, <laughs> the entire world is is just a full of idiots and they deserve our contempt. Just just tell them that. <laughs> That's what Facebook is for. Yeah, welcome to Facebook, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I, spent, I spent like half a year on Facebook just unfriending and unfollowing everyone who said something stupid, and I am follow like eight people now. Hey, and, oh, and wait a second. I think, I think you're still following me, so I'm, I'm in good shape. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't ever post don't anything. Really. about politics, I leave you alone. <laughs> and, and Ernie's funny as hell. So I oh, my God. Him. Ernie's I, the greatest. I know. But even <laughs> stuff packs me up. I get, I get, it, it's not even just <laughs> the, the Trumpy people. It's just people share everything and they don't even I mean, like one woman yesterday shared uh, and, and she's Ernie's niece or something shared like this Trump thing about how and, I'm, and then she's like, well, I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm like, well, why the hell did you share it? I, mean, I don't understand. <laughs> Are you just trying to uh, people? Yeah. Oh, no. or, yeah or every, everyone is suddenly, you know, oh, I. I, I spent 11 minutes watching Breitbart videos and screw those epidemiologists. I don't even know how you find this as a field of study and a career. I picked it up in 11 minutes. Oh, I know. And yeah, yeah. The, all of the, this is, uh, yeah, the, the coronavirus conspiracies are insane and, and they're oh, yeah. everywhere. And it's all the conspiracies. I mean, they don't understand all the, like everything they talk about. It's the same group of people, you know, one week it's epidemiology. The next week it was, you know, all their, their economists, right? It's like, you know, they don't give out Nobel prizes and shit. You can understand in 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and those reporters, those reporters need to give all their Nobel prizes. Oh, sorry. Oh my God. That was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> They're noble prizes. <laughs> I did not hear about this. Please. Oh, well, so, a, so a Pulitzer Prize winning uh, reporter, reporter 
Im- implied Trump did something incorrect, and he and Trump demanded they return their Nobel prizes. <laughs> oh, this is Trump who said it. Ah, oh, yes. Well, yeah. Okay. Yep. Their Nobel prize. <laughs> what a dipshit! And it was a Pulitzer asshole. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't give. They don't give Nobel Peace Prizes to or Nobel prizes to anyhow to reporters. Yeah. It, it, it's not. It's just. Yeah. I mean, it's the depth of pe- people validating each other's insanity is just it makes my head want to explode it's like you gotta you gotta you gotta read facebook like it's the onion like you go in you have a couple laughs you're like oh obviously these people are just trolling and then you you walk away (laughs) see i usually just when i see them i just say unfollow unfollow and it i love those ones i love the people who actually like (laughs) they're on there and like they're on Facebook, like campaigning for shit, and they're just like clueless. Like I, I love that. That's that's my favorite. <laughs> that's like, really, it's so. The only reason I even sign on to Facebook is to see you know what mom's doing and see pictures <laughs> of the cats, right? And it's like, <laughs> well, and, and I, I just posted college humor had had the 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 site that commits treason and tells you what your parents are doing. Oh yeah, There's I saw that. Video on that. Yeah, I, I didn't and, click and, it, but I, I saw you posted it. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously a Facebook. <laughs> reference to facebook right yeah um so, <laughs> i i yeah i need to stop i need to just stop I, or you're right maybe i need to unfollow anybody that uh, what's the fun i do and, and then twitter's turned into the it's the same cesspool except a little bit different so well twitter for me i mean i guess i just as people i follow it's more just like a bunch of roller coaster stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah oh, I wow. follow I follow a lot more positive people on Twitter, but I do follow some people that like retweet things that just it's like the people with the uh you know all holding all the freaking Nazi shit at the you know the yeah you know the work will make you free sign at the rallies they're having. Ah, uh, yeah. It's like you you you're just I mean it just ruined my entire morning. It's like people are just so absolutely deplorable. Well, I mean, I, I don't like the like people that retweet like uh, you know some celebrities talking shit about Trump. Like, okay, yeah, that's stupid. Who, I'm, who cares? I just I'm, I don't <laughs> yeah. follow any celebrities on Twitter. Yeah. I don't care what you yeah, think. Yeah, Patton Oswalt's gonna say something, and uh, what Meryl Streep and all these people just bash Trump on Twitter all day. It's like, yeah, do something else. <laughs> yeah. well, well, they can't. They they don't actually have jobs. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have yeah, nothing I, yeah, I don't know I just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and they can't and Pat Nozzle can't go do a live show so he's just stuck tweeting yeah I guess yeah uh, I don't know yeah, yeah I think we're, a, and, a lot and of... we're all just sitting in the uh, I mean it's I wish I could get out oh yeah. man I've, I've been doing so much work lately I haven't even checked a lot of it because we got a really crazy at work and I was like I'm so busy that I like came disconnected from all that craziness and my oh, life was good, so much good. happier. Uh, yeah, you're right. And I guess as part of what I think irritates me the most about the protesters is nobody wants this. It's not like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like we all hate, hate, hate all this crap. And <laughs> yeah, and, it's, and you're just a whiny little bitch. And, and uh, why, okay. And I, okay. I understand you're, you're a whiny bitch. And your bitch and you're showing up to protest. Why do you have a gun? Yeah. yeah well, For what possible freaking reason are you walking around? I mean, look, you're you're 65 pounds overweight. I mean, the when the war comes that you're trying to go for, you are going to fold so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just look at these guys and then I, I had this picture of just this giant group of 60 year old obese men with ar-15s and i and i showed it to my son who's in the marines i'm like hey chris how many of your buddies it take to take these guys down jeez and he just laughed i just (laughs) i i just yeah i I just don't know what what's going on and obviously november's on everybody's mind right i mean what the what the hell is gonna happen what uh, what kind of insanity excuse my language but what's gonna happen this is crazy, right? I mean, and, and no, but no one has any idea, really, right? Is, I think I, this is going to be the first time the the Secret Service actually has to remove a former president from the White House who denies it. <laughs> I, I hope. I, I hope that's how it goes down. I just don't know. I mean, I he'll he'll demand they they swear fealty to him, and the second the election's over, they'll 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 just arrest him and haul him away. I mean, I used to believe that, but I just don't know. People are. are Friggin' insane. His followers don't care about anything but 
Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, I know, but his followers are all weak-willed, sad, sad people. But Do you really vote, think so. any of those people are really going to stand up against the National Guard? They will turn crime. No, I'm talking about voting him in. He's going he's gonna to get oh, reelected. Yeah. What are you talking about? Who's, who's, yeah, his followers don't follow politics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what he does. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I mean, if it depends on how how effectively they can cheat on the vote. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's oh man, yeah, uh, whatever. Well, I, why crazy? Yeah, everything's gotten so crazy. It's just like, God damn it! Can we just can we just start over? Can we just yeah? Anyway, I don't well, know. that's what this pandemic's doing. We're gonna wipe us clean, clean slate, yeah, start yeah, over. Yeah, there, there you go. go. <laughs> Especially because I mean, there are things that everyone takes and takes for granted that aren't necessarily true all of the hope is not necessarily true like the idea that once you get it you'll never get it again that's we probably don't not true. That true yeah right and and it, 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 in other coronaviruses it usually only lasts a few months immunity so there's no reason to really think that this would be or that the temperature is going to save it it might reduce it but in australia and africa it's, it's still r- rampaging through so it doesn't sound like it's going to go away so yeah, all rampage of, in summer all right. so, well, you know what? Time will tell. Ah, uh, I think that's the key to take I need away the on answer, this one. Tom. Give yeah. me the answer. Tell me the answer. So what? Well, this over? I, I, can, I can sell you a book. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and and not that not that I have the answer, but my book does. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, good. And and good. for just nineteen ninety five plus shipping of course oh yes um <laughs> you, can, you can get a can copy I, of my awful rant <laughs> can i can i pre-order it and then you can give it to me after the virus is over yes yeah i'm gonna start a kickstarter for the answers <laughs> <laughs> hey, i'll back you buddy i'll back you <laughs> all right let's you know what let's actually talk about movies how about that <laughs> let's try something different okay yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, that's right. This I forgot we were on the what was it? Oh, the wow. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about. I guess we'll start out with Fantasy Island. Uh, so, Joe, you and I saw this movie. Paul, you did not. I didn't no. know we were going to talk about this movie until just right before we started recording. So, I have no stats on it whatsoever. Uh, and I, <laughs> I watched it a couple weeks ago. So, Joe, why don't you take the lead as to your thoughts, and maybe it will. Uh, strike some uh, notes for me well okay yeah, fantasy island i mean i i just my my notes on i just wrote down in my notepad is that this was pretty fun still dumb but we're using the blumhouse scale here <laughs> that is true and i still don't understand why this was ever marked as a comedy because this is clearly just a blumhouse movie yeah exactly there is it is not comedy no it's not even in any way comedy it's a blumhouse style horror I I, lo- I love the fact that the very first words were the plane and the very mm-hmm. end they revealed the tattoo. The tattoo was funny. That I was wonderful. Yeah. Got- yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine uh, the Blumhouse fandom, I imagine they fall like in the 18 to 24 range or something. So I imagine a lot of them, like those moments, like totally, like they had no idea what Fancy Island was, like what TV show or any of those callbacks. No clue mm-hmm. what the hell that was, but for us, the older folk, yeah, I, I absolutely adored the fact that the, you know, the very first tattoo in it was clever. The yeah. fact they did make it a little person, yeah, a guy with a tattoo that says tattoo on it, <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I, I liked it, yeah, I thought it was a really again for a Blumhouse, yeah, it's, it's what you get from a Blumhouse movie, it's, it's what you expect, and I, I thought it was good. Yeah. I liked the time, I mean. Delivered. I mean, it literally delivered Blumhousey goodness. I would have never guessed in a million years, and I don't know how this pitch ever came up. They take this old Fancy Island was like a it's just, it's just drama. Like there was no darkness was to Fancy the, Island, it was right? A drama now, the now, okay, yeah. now that's not true. There, there was in the early seasons of Fantasy Island, there were definitely indications that Ricardo Montalban's character may have been the devil. Okay. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow! I, mean, I, I know you don't remember really? it because, right? Because it, I was well, very young, it was lighthearted. But okay, and in the in the late seventies, weren't there indications that everything in popular culture was the devil? Well, th- they were. Well, it still is, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I've just come so disconnected from the, from the uh, whole pop culture. Christian there, there event. are a lot of antichrists out there. <laughs> <laughs> 
but but I mean, so you think Fantasy Paul... Island started off as more of a Twilight Zone sort of ish kind well, of was it? Okay, so maybe I'm just misremembering it. Now that makes much more sense to me that if that was like maybe they're using that and playing off of that, and that's why they remade this and made it into a Blumhouse type thing where this guy is, you know, maybe we're too young. Yeah, yeah. It's, it rarely happens these days, so I like this. <laughs> it's odd. <laughs> All I know is it came on after Love Boat. Oh my God! Yeah, Love Boat. Oh, jeez, that's another <laughs> Love oil. Boat Venice Island is what was that Saturday night or something? God, knows. just to keep all the yeah keep everybody middle aged occupied. I feel like Fantasy Island is what I remember before there was television. You know, like <laughs> that I was interested in, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like then. then at some point, cable became a thing. And oh, then... yeah. We didn't have cable for a very long time. So, yeah. For fan- for us, Fancy Island was God sent because if it wasn't that, it was Hee Haw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Or the, the Brady Bunch, I remember, sort of, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That was a different time slot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh... Yeah, I, yeah, but as far as the movie goes, uh, yeah, it's it's a, if you are a Blumhouse fan, you'll you'll like this movie. It's a good movie. I mean, it delivers, yeah, what you would expect. And for people who are a little older, who skew a little older, uh, you'll get to, you'll like the little uh, nods they gave to the original TV show as well. So yeah, uh, what, what do you say? I guess it's a solid stream. There's no yeah, question. It's a stream. I'm yeah. streaming. It's... Yeah, Paul, uh, check it out. All right, all right, maybe I'll do that. Yes. All right. Very nice. All right. So let's move right into our feature presentation. And now our feature presentation. This episode's feature presentation is Onward, released March 6, 2020. Uh, I didn't actually get the runtime, but I did get the starring Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Description, two elven brothers embark on a quest to bring their father back for one day. IMDb gives a 7.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes Cricks give it an 88%, while the audience gives it a 95%. Box office worldwide gross is $103 million. Of course, this was affected by the whole pandemic. Notes. The Burgershire, a fast food restaurant has a sign reading, now serving second breakfast. In the Lord of the Rings books and movies, second breakfast is a meal enjoyed by the hobbits, who all live in the Shire. So, I like that. The first Disney movie to be released for digital download whilst... Oh, no, just while. <laughs> I'm trying to get fancy. While well, still... I, the word's interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, I could. Whilst still in theaters. Uh, John Ratzenberger, as you know, he's in every Pixar movie, turns up in every... Oh, Turns up in every Pixar movie, and this time he plays construction worker Fenwick, who tries to stop Bailey from climbing all over the historical monuments. All right, guys, this is what number feature film from Pixar? 19. From Pixar? Yeah. They start all the way back with Toy Story. You got a friend. Are we allowed to try to count them? Three stories. Oh, my God. One partridge in a pear tree. Twenty year from nineteen ninety five. So what is it? Twenty five. Twenty five. Do you want to uh, change your answer, Paul? Or you stick with nineteen. I stick with nineteen. Twenty two. You guys are right in the middle. Twenty second uh, feature film by Pixar. Now, now, Paul, this is I put this note in here just for you, buddy. Okay. Openly lesbian Lena Waithe uh, provides the voice of Spectre, a Cyclops cop who passingly mes- men- mentions having a girlfriend. So the line originally in that was that she was supposed to mention her boyfriend, and she asked if she could uh, say her girlfriend instead, and they said, yes, you could do that. Okay. So there. <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know about the, the wisdom of making a one-eyed monster a female, but okay. I'm just going to... Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I can't make you guys happy, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Paul, oh, that is brilliant. I'm just teasing. No, it was great. It was great. <laughs> That's all. We need to record this podcast more often. I'm sorry. <laughs> or I need to start actually recording us talking about this because I'm not even recording this episode. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. No, it was it was cute. Oh yeah. Yeah, that actually took me a second to get that, Paul. <laughs> I thought I was a feminist crack until I yeah I thought oh one eyed monster I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's always 
close to your mind. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. Let me tell you something. I, I'll start out. That's all I have. I like this movie. I thought it was really well done. Uh, Tom Holland's voice. I would have never, I would have never picked it up on my own without knowing that he was in it. Like it was completely masked to me. Obviously, uh, Chris Pratt was easy to, <laughs> like he was the only one that I, I well, well, John Ratzenberger too. I did notice him. I was wondering where he would show up. And when he did, it's like, oh, okay, that's him. He only had one line. And I think he only had one line. And, uh, yeah, I, I thought this was really well done. And Paul, I was reading a bunch of, obviously there's a bunch of notes on IMDb. Every Pixar movie, they have Easter eggs up the wazoo. And a lot of D&D references to this. They actually got with the D&D community or whoever, the ma- whoever and like the, in, in tandem, they worked together on the script and they put in a bunch of stuff like that gelatinous blob and a, a bunch of D&D stuff is mixed in as long as, as, as well as Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, anything fantasy, they threw in a bunch of Easter eggs for. Uh, so I imagine you probably enjoyed that aspect because you are a big uh, D&D uh, fan. What, what is D&D? <laughs> it's not the one-eyed monster. <laughs> uh, but as far as I'm concerned, I, I yeah, this another uh, home run for Pixar. Now I had no interest in watching this movie, by the way. Like it, the trailer really didn't appeal to me all that much, and uh, I only watched it because of this podcast. I would not have watched it otherwise. But I am certainly glad I did. I thought it was really well done, and uh, it was yeah, a good story. <laughs> I liked it. Like I said, Chris Pratt was hilarious. And, uh, I say this is uh, definitely a second run for me. So what do you guys think? Well, let's see. Um, yeah, it, it was fun. It was a good movie. Um, any movie about like brothers kind of gets me in the feels. So yeah, it was well done. It, it didn't, it ended in, in a good way. I think it had a good ending and that it wasn't, you know, they brought it all back at the beginning and um yeah and and yet it wasn't you know real it was it was a more realist ending you know what i'm saying it didn't end completely happy cheery happy as it might have expected yeah yeah it was it was a great movie and, and I, I agree second second runs excellent and i wasn't really i wasn't really that interested in it you're right there was something about it, it just looked like eh. But it's it weird, pretty yeah. Good. And it had a lot of, yeah, a lot of D and D references. That was fun. Um, I think D and D is culture has having its cultural moment recently, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie. It was fun. Joe, I didn't think it was for me. I watched <laughs> it and I was like, and I was, and I didn't want to see it. And you guys, oh, let's see it. So we watched it and it, was, it felt really slow. It didn't really move well for me at first. Hmm. And I haven't played D&D in like, oh, my God, it must be like 25 years. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I'm just kind of out of that whole thing and, you know, not a huge Lord of the Rings person. So it was like it was kind of dragging. But honestly, the ending was so nice and so sweet that it kind of makes up for the whole thing. It makes it worth watching the movie just to see that ending. I don't think I've seen a Pixar movie that was that good. Well, um, well, you, you enjoyed Chris's Chris Pratt's performance, right? I mean. I mean, I think throughout the entire yeah, thing, he, he was, was he was Chris Pratt. All right, it's just Chris Pratt being Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah, he's goofy. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> it's just this goofy, fun guy. I mean, it's it's <laughs> all the way back to his Parks and Rec persona, right? <laughs> and it was it was no Star Lord. I mean, it was as as far back as Chris Pratt as you could get. So yeah, it was fun. But I mean, I was just like just kind of waiting for the movie to catch me, and it just seemed to take a long time to. Yeah, it, it was definitely slow at the beginning. There was like, like, kind of like, it seemed like it could have been trimmed or something, right? To be a little bit. Yeah, it just didn't feel like it moved at the beginning. It just took a long time to start. Okay, all right. But, but I like the characters. I like the brothers. The ending, and like I said, it was so sweet that it makes the whole movie definitely worth it. Maybe, oh. maybe if your brothers were better people, then you would be more excited about the movie. But yeah, if I like my brothers more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't. I I I feel your pain, Joe. I don't like my brothers here. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lord! So what uh, rating do you give this? Uh, I, it's a definite stream. All right, stream for you. All right. Well, I mean, for a fantasy movie or a based ba- a movie based on fantasy stuff, stream's pretty good for you, Paul or Joe, because uh, yeah. you, you're not a big fan. <laughs> <Not gonna lie. laughs> 
<laughs> I am right. worried that yeah, I am worried that I would never. I'm not sure that I would watch it again or not recently. It just uh, I liked it. Yeah, I'm not. It's what's the kind of movie that I think. It, there, there wasn't anything like that caught me that I'd want to see right right away again, right? Yeah, so. I, I, I'd probably watch it uh, a month down the road. I, I'd probably watch it more for trying to spot Easter eggs now that I read a bunch of them. So, you know, it'd be more of just uh, trying to catch some stuff. Like they had uh, the one scene like in the arcade or the bar, they had a claw machine that was called the Gauntlet, and it was uh, Thanos's glove was the claw. Oh, like, wow. Just a little, little stuff like that. Like there's a ton of stuff like that in the movie, and you know, of course they had the what's a Pizza Planet truck, but it was called the Pizza Realm in this one because you know it's fantasy. Yeah. yeah. So they had that truck like in a sitting somewhere. So yeah, they, they you know obviously. What, what is it Pixar that's supposed to put an Easter egg somewhere that tells you what the next movie is and in the previous movie is that other? Uh, they have a bunch of Easter eggs for the last movies. They do have an Easter egg in for the the one new movie. Yes, there is an Easter egg for a new movie in there. That you wouldn't obviously know <laughs> because Soul, I think it is S U yeah S O L. It's a lot of work with these Pixar films and these Easter eggs. Oh man, well I mean it's a lot of work to do that anyway. All that digital, I mean, yeah, yeah. But I mean, even watching it, it feels like a chore. Oh, if you want to catch them, yeah, yeah. The A one thirteen and all. Yeah, yeah, that was there. Yeah, yeah. So that's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's fun. So. Right. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a good movie. Uh, overall, everyone on the panel enjoyed it, so we give it. But a none, but none of us were ecstatically happy about it either. So uh, you know, no, yeah, I mean, but I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's a good movie. I know, but we're all middle-aged men, so I mean, ah, uh, yeah, that's true. That's really that's not. True. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be hard to go crazy, like ah, oh, it's no oh, Frozen. Yeah, <laughs> Let it go, Tom. Let it go, indeed. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, I think that's a good place to let this episode go. You just got to play us out with that song, Tom. (laughs) Let it go. Let it go. (laughs) If I knew any more of the words, I wouldn't. (laughs) But I think that'll wrap up for this episode. So thanks again to Paul and Joe for joining me. And until next time, that's a wrap. 